Hey there, all you cool cats and Bitcoin groove seekers. It's your band leader, Horace Morris, dropping in from the heart of the Merkel Treehouse on this soulful Sunday, September 17th, 2023. Can you feel the good vibrations? First, I want you to relax. Life can be a whirlwind, a never-ending stream of demands and distractions. But here, in the warm embrace of the Merkel Treehouse, we invite you to take a moment to slow down, and to let the soothing rhythms of our show wash over you. It's a reminder that amidst the chaos, finding your inner calm is a treasure beyond measure. Next, stay humble. In a world that often celebrates ego and bluster, humility can sometimes feel like a forgotten virtue, but not here. In this sanctuary of soundness, we hold humility in high regard. It's the recognition that we're all part of a greater tapestry, each thread unique and valuable. Your journey, your insights, and your presence are celebrated because you, my friend, are an essential part of this harmonious composition. And finally, stack those sats. It's a reminder that even in a world of complex financial systems, there's a place for simplicity and empowerment. By stacking sats, you're not just accumulating Bitcoin. You're investing in a future that champions financial sovereignty and individuality. Now, it's time to introduce the luminary, the guardian of soundness, that groovy chick who's going to keep the vibe alive, the remarkable Miss Audrey Merkel. Thank you, Horace. It's a splendid Sunday, dear listeners, and I appreciate you choosing to spend your time with us. We have an exciting lineup for you today. So kick back and unwind as we dive into the latest significant developments in the world of sound money. Bitcoin on the march. Javier Millet, the ardent Bitcoin supporter, maintains his lead in the polls for the upcoming Argentina presidential election. The Argentinian people will cast their votes on October 22nd. While current polling indicates Malay as the front-runner, it's unlikely he'll secure the required percentage of votes for an outright victory. This scenario will lead to a runoff election in the following month. Hodlers are reaching new heights in their commitment to Bitcoin, with the number of held Bitcoin now surpassing an impressive milestone of nearly 7.9 million. This significant increase in hodling activity reflects the growing faith in Bitcoin as a long-term store of value and an asset worth keeping, despite market fluctuations. Over to Satoshi, the robot assistant for the technicals. Unbelievably, it looks like we've hit a spike in Bitcoin hash rate as it has rocketed to a new all-time high of 506.06 exahashes. This is up from 234.17 exahashes one year ago. This is an incredible increase of 116.1%. Bitcoin average difficulty is at a current level of 54.15, up from 32.05 a year ago, this is an increase of 68.98%. The difficulty retarget date is set for September 19th and is estimated to increase by 5%. The public lightning network capacity is almost 4,800 Bitcoin. The block height at time of recording is 808,051. There are currently 31,949 blocks until the next subsidy halving. 
This is projected to occur on April 21st, 2024. At this time, the Bitcoin network is stronger than a raging storm and remains unwavering. Thank you, Satoshi. I don't know if you've heard, but there was quite a shocker on the time chain this week. It seems that someone accidentally hit the wrong key and ended up spending an astonishing $500,000 worth of Bitcoin on a transaction fee. When the details of this costly blunder came to light, the entire Bitcoin community couldn't help but collectively roll their eyes. Sammy Nash is here to unravel this puzzling tale. Sammy, can you shed some light on what exactly happened here? Do you folks remember Paxos? Yeah, the folks that PayPal decided to tap as their shining knight in the land of crypto custodianship. You know, the same Paxos we chuckled about back in episode 48 of the Merkle Treehouse. Well, folks, Paxos is back in the spotlight, and it's not because they've suddenly become the paragon of competence. Picture this. This week, Paxos, the supposed maestros of stablecoins, decides to dip their toes into the Bitcoin pond, just for fun. They think, hey, let's send a tiny amount like 0.07 Bitcoin, not even worth two grand at the time, and see what happens. But guess what? Paxos being Paxos, they managed to turn this seemingly innocuous transaction into a slapstick comedy act. Instead of sending their tiny Bitcoin morsel with a reasonable fee, they went full-blown Wild West and attached an eye-watering 20 Bitcoin fee to it. Now this isn't your run-of-the-mill fat finger mistake. Oh no, this was Paxos, the crypto custodian chosen by PayPal, making a blunder that would make even a no-coiner cringe. So time chain watchers collectively did a double-take, wondering if someone had unveiled a new era of super-expensive coffee payments or decided to fund Elon Musk's next trip to Mars. But alas, there were no grand plans here, just a company that overpaid the Bitcoin network fee due to a bug on a single transfer. Bug? Yeah, more like a colossal f**k-up. F2 Pool, the miners who struck the Paxos jackpot initially said, we'll give it back if you ask nicely within three days. And they eventually did, but not before the Bitcoin community had a field day. So what's the moral of this story? Well, it's simple, really. Even the big players like Paxos can have their oops moments. And perhaps, just perhaps, PayPal might want to reconsider their choice of stablecoin vendor. Because let's face it, when your custodian is making blunders this epic, it's probably not the best sign of reliability. This is Sammy Nash signing off and reminding you to keep stacking that sweet, sweet corn. Thank you, Sammy. Well, let this serve as yet another cautionary tale about the perils of getting anywhere near the PayPal stablecoin, or any shitcoin for that matter. In fact, it appears that a certain billionaire, known for his penchant for dabbling in shitcoin projects, has learned yet another hard lesson on Friday. Award-winning journalist and presidential candidate Morton Anger is stationed at the news desk and ready to dive into the gritty details. Morton, the floor is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Americans, and anyone seeking financial independence in the age of digital innovation, today I bring you a story that should give us all pause. Mark Cuban, the tech billionaire and owner of the Dallas Mavericks, recently found himself in a situation that serves as a stark reminder of the perils and pitfalls that lurk in the world of shitcoin. As we navigate these turbulent seas, it is vital to approach these uncharted waters with the utmost caution and a keen understanding of the risks involved. The week concluded on a sour note for Mark Cuban, who after months of inactivity in his Ethereum assets, decided to log back in only to fall victim to a crypto scam that cost him a staggering $870,000. Yes, you heard that right. $870,000 down the drain, and the figures could have been much worse. But let's dissect this unfortunate incident, not as a means to revel in someone's misfortune, 
but as an opportunity to learn from the mistakes of others and strengthen our resolve in the realm of sound money. Mark Cuban's crypto journey took a treacherous turn when he became ensnared in a web of deception and fraud. His wallet, which housed an array of shitcoins, was systematically drained by scammers who seized this opportunity when Cuban's vigilance momentarily waned. Now some might argue that this is just another tale of crypto's Wild West nature, where hackers lurk in the shadows, waiting to pounce on the unwary. But there's a more profound lesson to be drawn from this incident. Cuban's wallet had been inactive for 160 days when funds suddenly began moving. The signs were there, but as is often the case, they were overlooked until it was too late. But let's not forget that the blockchain's transparency allowed the world to see this incident unfold, and blockchain watchers sounded the alarm. Mark Cuban has been a vocal advocate of shitcoins and the underlying blockchain technology. He has extolled the virtues of transparency, declaring that he doesn't care if people know what digital assets he's holding. And this transparency, my friends, is what saved him from even greater financial loss. It allowed blockchain analysts to catch wind of the hack. But here's where the story takes a turn. Cuban had downloaded what he believed to be the popular MetaMask crypto wallet, but ended up with a fraudulent copy that had been tainted by malicious actors. How embarrassing for Mr. Cuban, the tech entrepreneur. This is a stark reminder that when you're on the internet, vigilance and security are paramount. It's a world where every link clicked and every download must be scrutinized with utmost care. Now to Mark Cuban I say this. You are a man of influence and you have political aspirations. Your journey through the crypto world should not be one marred by scams and fraudulent activities. It's time to disavow the murky world of shitcoins and scams. Sell them all for Bitcoin, the true king of digital assets. It's time to practice Bitcoin privacy, where your financial affairs remain your own. How could you allow your privacy to be violated so publicly on the Ethereum blockchain? Furthermore, join the people in protecting their wealth from the whims of corrupt politicians and the erosive force of inflation. You have a platform, Mr. Cuban, and an opportunity to lead by example. By disavowing shitcoins and embracing Bitcoin, you can send a powerful message to the world about the importance of sound money and financial sovereignty. Mark Cuban, I extend an invitation to you. If you choose to disavow shitcoins for Bitcoin and champion the cause of financial independence and privacy, you are welcome to join the Morton Anger presidential ticket as the vice president. Together we can stand for a future where the people control their financial destinies, free from the clutches of central banks and corrupt financial systems. In conclusion, let Mark Cuban's shitcoin misstep serve as a reminder that in the ever-evolving world of digital finance, knowledge and vigilance are our greatest assets. Let us learn from this incident and continue our journey towards a future where financial freedom is not just a dream but a reality. Mark, the choice is yours. Embrace Bitcoin, disavow shitcoins, and join us in the fight for a brighter financial future. It's time to take a stand for sound money and personal sovereignty. This is Morton Anger, and I'm asking for your vote. Hold up, Morton. Before you sign off, I have something to say to Cubes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my campaign manager, Vinny the Sales Guy. Morton, can we turn this off for a second? Okay, that's better. Mark Cuban, I want to speak directly to you, my friend. You've been quite the success story, somewhat of an idol of mine for many years. From the dot-com boom to owning a basketball team, you've done it all. But there's something I've got to say, and I'm saying it from the heart. 
Stop embarrassing yourself with these shit coins. Cubes, remember when you became a billionaire? You didn't keep your wealth in those greenbacks, those US dollars. No, sir. You were smart. You invested it in assets, equity in companies, real estate, a basketball team. Regular folks can't go out and buy a basketball team to protect the wealth we've earned. But you know what we can do? We can put a little aside from every paycheck, and we can buy a little Bitcoin. Stack some sats. Invest in our future selves, you know? You see, cubes, those millions you might be losing on shitcoins, well, for you, that might be chump change. But for the retail investor out there, it's their hard-earned savings, their hopes, and their dreams. It's their shot at financial security in a world that sometimes feels like it's working against them. And let's not forget all of your crypto misadventures, like ClimaDAO, the carbon credits on a blockchain, or is it virtue signaling on a blockchain? It crashed a staggering 97%. Remember Titan, the algorithmic stablecoin that you got rug pulled on? That one crashed nearly 100%. It's tough. I know. Heck, even your involvement with Olympus Dow, which plummeted 98%, didn't pan out. You even bought into ApeCoin for crying out loud. You've got a voice, Mark. A powerful one. And you've got a chance to make a real impact. Not just for yourself, but for all those regular folks out there who look up to you. It's time to protect their wealth from unscrupulous politicians. From inflation. From all the things that can eat away at their hard-earned money. So Mark, I'm begging you my friend, join us in the Morton Anger campaign. Let's work together to spread the word about Bitcoin, about financial freedom, about protecting what's ours. Your influence, your reach, it can make all the difference. Don't let those millions lost on shitcoins be in vain. Let's turn it around. Let's embrace Bitcoin and let's show people a better way to secure their futures. Cubes. You can't see me, but I'm on my knees right now with my hands clasped tightly together. I'm pleading with you. Stop shitcoining once and for all. Be a part of something bigger than all of us. Help regular folks protect their wealth, just like you did when you became a billionaire. Together we can make history, and together we can make a real difference. Visit isupportmort.com and apply to be Morton Anger's running mate. We're looking for a solid vice presidential candidate that will put us over the top. Grazi Mila, my very good friend. Thank you, gentlemen. Let's hope Mr. Cuban is tuned in. As we wrap up today's show, I leave you with some food for thought. It's astonishing how amateurish some of these shitcoin companies can be. While Paxos made an obvious mistake with their $500,000 transaction fee blunder, it serves as a stark reminder of what's at stake. Even those who may appear knowledgeable and successful can and will falter. Billionaire shitcoiners like Mark Cuban and Elon Musk, who've made their fortunes in pioneering new technologies, can't necessarily be our guiding stars when it comes to finances. Rooted in the world of venture capitalism and having thrived off the teed of the fiat system's excesses, they are out of touch with Bitcoin's profound value proposition, resistance to censorship and debasement. It simply doesn't align with their interests, so why should they champion it? The bottom line is, these so-called experts and billionaires don't have your best interests at heart. So, my advice is this. Trust in yourself with a tool I like to call Bitcoin. And with that, episode 59 of the Merkle Treehouse comes to a close. 
Thank you for stopping by, and please remember to join us again this Wednesday for Chapter 2 of Pinto Pete's docu-series about the Block Size War. In fact, join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare. I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the real Horace Morris and his genuine Merkel Treehouse Band. Um, yeah, kind of nervous here. Sorry, uh, this is uh, Dr. Luther Finch, and uh, if you don't mind, well, you know, spread the, you know, word about the Merkel uh, Treehouse, and well, I guess, thank you. Thank you.